Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al Piedel Canyon, ready for anything. I'm Rob, that's the Natch, and you're listening to The Bravo Show! <laughs> Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, back. We are back for the first show of this new year, 2024. How are you doing out there, folks? A big special good morning to the two people who are joining me in the live audience right now. I'm sure there'll be a lot more in a second. Born to Iron Man, good morning, folks. How are you doing? Vero, morning, beautiful warriors around the universe and beyond. Happy belated birthday to me. Happy birthday to you, Vero. And happy 2024. Oh my God, friends, do we have a show for you. This first show back after a long break. Natch, three weeks, man. Three weeks. I just feel like a new man. I mean, I've gained enough weight over Christmas to literally be two people. But anyway, um, let's see. In today's 100 Humans, we asked we asked them to name something people are overly sensitive about. Dime algo sobre lo que la gente es demasiado sensible. Oh, Natch. It's almost like I was speaking Spanish all Christmas. I, you know what? I wasn't, Natch, and I felt that my Spanish got markedly worse. I think that's um, uh, that's being separated from you, sir, my my official Spanish teacher. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. In today's uh, complete the news, we'll find out what was wreaking havoc in a Houston neighborhood, Houston, Texas, um, uh, and um, and other things if we have time. And we've got an amazing unpopular opinion for you today: exposure to adversity is more important than avoidance and safe spaces. Wow, that's complicated, right? Yeah, he's nodding. He's like, come on, Rob. <laughs> la exposición a la adversidad es más importante que la evitación y los espacios seguros. Was that, was that right, Natch? Será posible. Oh. Vaya nivelazo. Oh, first nivelazo of the new year. Um... How are we doing out there? Born to Iron Man, um, wishing Vero uh, a very Merry Christmas. If you want to join us in the live audience, um, as many I want to do, you can do that at twitch.tv barra forward slash professional bohemian. Um, you can also follow, find me on Instagram under that same name, on Patreon um, under that same name if you want extra content. But friends... Right now, for the first time in 2024, I'm here, you're here, the Natch is here. Let's find out what's going on in the world. Uh, how's Christmas, Natch? Very well, thank you. I, I, I asked you a very surface level office chat. How was your Christmas? We're going to go deep now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I hate that. <laughs> it's like I was back in the office on Thursday and Friday of last week. Yeah, yeah. I know, poor me. Um, and I had the, the post-Christmas conversation. Like at least 10 times. So how was Christmas? Good, yours? Yeah, yeah, good too. What do you do for New Year's? Oh, New Year's. I'm, oh, and the obligatory, oh, yeah, put on some weight. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so how was, how was Christmas, dude? Yeah, very relaxed with my kids, doing, doing Madrid things. Like, like look, going to, to visit the city with the lights. And oh, nice. Nice, dude. The royal around the royal palace is beautiful yes. at Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, do do um, uh, do the mini natches? Do they get presents on Reyes? Yes, yes, a uh, lot. Ah, but <laughs> <laughs> but not not Christmas. Uh, well, uh, for Papa Noel they have some. Yes, uh, uh, but the, the the majority is the, is on on the three wise with the three wise men. Yeah, it, you know it sucks to be Spanish. You have to, yeah, dude. Come on. Best case scenario is if you're like Vero, you can, <laughs> you can like if your kids are like Vero, like it's, it's, you've got to make love around April time, so your kids come out around Christmas time, right? <laughs> so you can just double up because you have to do Papa Noel and the Reyes Magos. Do you know when I first came to Spain, I didn't understand Reyes Magos? Like the the um, the the translation, the literal translation is um, the Magic Kings. But like, seeing it written down, I thought it was Reyes Majos. I'm like, what? Why are they so friendly? <laughs> que Majos es Reyes, <laughs> the three friendly kings. Anyway, whatever. 
Yeah, mine was good. I was home in um, in Yorkshire to see my family. I went there with Izzy. It was a nice time. A big hello. I know all my family are probably listening right now, either to the podcast or the live show. Just <laughs> nervously wondering if I'm going to say anything shitty about them. <laughs> So you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna drip feed my um, my my horribleness over the next year in the interest of um, maintaining a higher audience. <laughs> that's, that's how it's gonna go. I um, uh, did did uh, what did Santa Claus or the Three Kings bring you this year, Natch? Uh, well, uh, a mobile case, a mobile a mobile phone case, yeah, a tablet. Oh, dude, tablet. Jumper and oh, dude, nice. you buried the lead there. Tablet is cool. Mm-hmm. Well, but a tablet will, will will end up being my my son's tablet. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's cool. I feel like a mobile phone case is the new socks for middle aged men. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> okay, I like mobile phone cases incoming. If you're over the age of forty, <laughs> be prepared. Um, yeah, I got a watch. I got a lovely watch from my uncle. It's 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 fallen into the um, into into the precious um, uh, the precious category now. So it's one of those things that I really love that I'm never gonna leave the house with just in case I lose it. <laughs> it goes into my little treasure box of things that no one ever sees. I promise, I did get a Christmas present. It was a a lovely watch. Thank you, Uncle John, if you're listening. Um, good morning to the bridge who's just joining us. Yeah, no, it was a nice Christmas, man. Nice Christmas, New Year's Eve. Um, spent just Izzy and I. It was nice. Um, if you, if what did we do actually? We were at, we were at her house. Um, uh, we ate the the grapes and then we went to bed directly. Oh, does anybody even go out New Year's Eve anymore? I don't think so. Right? I mean, maybe I guess young. Yeah, young, young people. people. Young people suck though. What do they know? <laughs> I was. We were in bed by twelve thirty easily. <laughs> Um, delighted to see you, says the bridge. Reyes Majos, three wise men. Why? I don't know. Yeah, what was so wise about them? They traveled to Bethlehem on camels. Come on. If they were really wise, they'd have gotten a train. <laughs> or something, I don't know. Um, anyway. Anyway, so that's a little bit about Christmas. And then um, uh, and then, uh, the, uh, and then for Three Kings, a lot of our inter- my international listeners, because I know a big portion of the audience come from uh, the UK and US. Uh, Reyes Magos is the 6th of January, right, Natch? And it's basically yes. the, the way Mediterranean people hold on to Christmas <laughs> for dear life because they enjoy having time off. That's basically the... And something to do with Jesus, I, I think. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's get into some um, let's get into some news. We've got some entertainment news. All right. The Emmys. The Emmys. The Emmy Awards were on Saturday night, Natch. I know you love TV. <laughs> no, you don't watch that much. It's me. Um, uh, so the 75th, this is coming from v- Vanity Fair. The Emmys kick off. Kick off. Comment that, really. Um, the Emmys kick off with a big night for The Last of Us. Have you seen The Last of Us, Natch? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't know why I ask you these things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Los Emmys arrancan. Kick off. Um, con un gran noche para The Last of Us. It's, I believe, it's HBO. Um, I actually, we actually binge watched this over um, Izzy and I over Christmas. Great show, man. I've, I enjoyed the series. I, um, th- I enjoyed the game more. I think the game is better than the series. But for me, one of the first and best um, video game adaptations. I think video game. Strap yourself in, Natch. Video game adaptations are the new superhero movies. It's going to happen. Superhero movies are on a decline. Video game adaptations on the rise. We've already had um, the Mario Brothers movie. Now, The Last of Us winning Emmys. You can just see all the movie executives rubbing their hands like flies. (laughs) Yeah, we need to. Let's Let's make a Tetris movie. (laughs) um let's see uh my new year's eve was like yours says um says the bridge the bridge was in my house (laughs) the bridge went to bed early with izzy (laughs) um so the 75th annual emmy awards kicked off with the first night 
of the Creative Arts Emmys. The Creative Arts Emmys, Natch, um, focus on scripted TV programming. The HBO drama The Last of Us, based on the video game, emerged as the top winner of the night, securing eight awards, including Outstanding Guest Actress uh, for Storm Reid and Outstanding Guest Actor for Nick Offerman. Uh, other notable winners were The Bear. Have you ever seen... No, I'm, telling, I'm not even going to ask you. Forget about it. <laughs> the Bear is a comedy show. Where? A dry, uh, like a dark comedy or a dry comedy show. Comedy, a dramedy, I think they call it. Half drama, half comedy. Um, about, um, about a chef. Um, Netflix is Wednesday and White Lotus. Have you seen any of the three of those shows, Natch? None. 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 Not even Wednesday. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, my my um, uh, my niece, my goddaughter, um, Alessia, is going crazy right now with, with Wednesday. Wednesday's the coolest. Um, and White Lotus. White Lotus is a good series as well. I have two. For my shame, I've seen all of these shows, every single one of them, because I have no life. There you go. Um, but a big night for um, a big night for Netflix, um, really. Um, I actually stumbled upon a, a more news with regards to Netflix. This time coming from Fortune.com. How Netflix? How did Netflix win the streaming wars while being criticised for being unwatchable? Hmm. Do you do you do you subscribe to Netflix, Natch? Uh, no, not anymore. I'm not surprised. You don't watch anything. No. <laughs> I only subscribe to Disney Plus. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude. For the nah, kids. Yeah. For the mini notches. So, um, como ha podido Netflix ganar la guerra del streaming mientras se critica por volverse imposible de ver? Hmm. Netflix has been declared the winner of the streaming wars as a, a, status, a status highlighted by the fact that its top 10 movies are mostly licensed from studios with their own streaming services. So what does that mean? So their top 10 movies on the platform are licensed by companies like oof, like Paramount. I think Paramount has Peacock or, or something um, by um, Warner, you know, who has their own streaming service, which is um, Max, HBO Max. So they, they're top 10 movies. So, so basically the companies with their own streaming services are still um, licensing movies to Netflix because they even they consider them the um, the giants in streaming. Uh, this indicates that most competitors now see Netflix as a valuable distributor, despite um, this. Oh, where are we? Despite this success, Netflix faces criticism for the declining quality of its content and user dissatisfaction. Mm. Yeah, I've got to say, I watch. When I go home, my mum has Netflix. So I basically watch all of Netflix. Of all the things I watched, I think Blue-Eyed Samurai was maybe my favourite. A cartoon, um, but really, really good content. The rest of it is so bad. I mean, I will watch any trashy reality TV. Netflix's reality TV is so trashy that not even I could watch it. Craziness. Um, how are we doing? Carmen um, is here. Welcome back, everybody. Good to see you. Good to see you too, Carmen. Uh, the bridge. Yes, Rob. Um, but just think, I am married um, and a good. I'm a, a good chunk older than you. You just wait. Yeah, <laughs> dude. If I'm already going to sleep at half past twelve on New Year's Eve, like in five years' time, I won't even make it to twelve o'clock. <laughs> I just wake up in the new year and just and just neck twelve grapes. <laughs> Easy bought grapes with um, pips this year. So, yeah, I've got grape vines growing in my belly right now. Uh, Vero, I watched both. I think The White Lotus is better than Wednesday. Yeah, White Lotus is very, very good. I think Wednesday, though, if I was, um, if I was a young person, if I was, like, in my early teens or, you know, 10 and over, I would be freaking out about Wednesday. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. Okay, and final. Do we have time for one more news story? Yeah, I'll tell you what. We'll save the next two. We 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 spoke too much about Christmas today. Let's go to today's unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. All right, my friends. It's unpopular opinion time. Time for today's brain fat. Today's pedo mental. I, I can't even remember how it is. I can't even remember my shtick, Natch. 
four weeks off or three weeks off. This is what happens. Um, today's, uh, yeah, today's brain fart is exposure to di- uh, adversity is more important than avoidance and safe spaces. La exposición a la adversidad es más importante que la evitación y los espacios seguros, safe spaces. For example, if you're um, a racist of any kind, Twitter is a safe space. <laughs> All right, so there we go. I'm going to get messages about that. Yeah, you hate, you're in a socialist, whatever. <laughs> go cry into it, cry into a glass. Pour those tears into a lovely jar, send them to me. They are delicious. Your anger only makes me more powerful. All right, so um, I did post this on Instagram and I got some um, I got some votes. Actually, quite a lot of votes today. You guys were on fire. Um, what do you think? How do you think people voted, Natch? I, th- I think they said true. They'd, by a little, by a lot? Mm, like 70, 80%. Natch on fire. This is why he's an oracle, see, friends? 85% true yeah um all right well let's get into some pros and cons and we'll dig a little deeper into how we all feel about this um vero says true exposure to ident- to adversity helps to learn that all situations have a positive and a negative side accepting that negative side teaches new strategies to achieve better version of oneself says vero um i did get some more messages on instagram as well we'll get into those in the second part of the show First of all, you know, I thoroughly tortured the elves. As you know, Natch, I um, I loaned the elves to Santa over Christmas, to Papa Noel. So they've just they've just been sent back <laughs> in their cages. And boy, did I torture them this morning. And they gave me some pros and cons about exposure to adversity. Um, like exposición a la adversidad. Okay, here we go. In the pro column, agreeing that exposure to to adversity is more important than avoiding it. Um, resilience building. Facing challenges and adversities can strengthen resilience. Overcoming difficult difficulties often teaches valuable life lessons. It fosters problem-solving skills and builds emotional and mental strength. It's a true story. They do call... I think they call the millennials like the snowflake generation. Oh, I'm so offended. People are like, people are offended by words now. God help you if you listen to this show. <laughs> oh, anyway, um, uh, preparation for real world challenges. Experiencing um, adversity can better prepare individuals for the complexities and unpredictable nature of the real world. It can develop adaptability and the ability to handle future stressors more effectively. You know, I always think about like our cavemen ancestors, cavemen and women, sorry, sisters. (laughs) Like, I, I, you know what I mean? They weren't, do you think they were upset? Do you think they were upset when, you know, when someone complained about something or when someone said something sexist or whatever? (laughs) Ah, that hurts. No, they were probably more upset that their family member just got eaten by a a mammoth. I know mammoths (laughs) were vegetarians. (laughs) Whatever. By a a saber-toothed tiger. (laughs) Oh, that hurts. I need a safe space to go. Um, Character development. Struggles and challenges can be instrumental in character development. They often instill perseverance, discipline, and a sense of empathy, shaping more well-rounded individuals. You know, for me, this is a question, Natch. Not enough empathy in the world. I mean, there's not enough empathy on one side of the argument. The people who who say hurtful things. And there's not enough empathy on the other side to understand, you know, everyone's got a different point of view. You shouldn't be so offended by everything. It's just a lack of empathy in general. Uh, um, Innovation and growth. History shows that many innovations and personal growth stories emerge from overcoming adversities. Challenges can act as catalysts for creativity, pushing individuals to find unique solutions and new paths. There you go. Those are the pro arguments. Now in the cons, saying, no, no, no. Ooh, dangerous words. I need a safe space to go and hide from all the syllables and consonants. (laughs) Okay, cons. The importance of avoidance and safe spaces. Here we go. 
mental health protection. Safe spaces can avoid certain adversities um, and avoiding certain adversities can be crucial for protecting mental health, particularly for individuals who have experienced trauma or, or who are vulnerable to mental health issues. Um, yeah, okay, I mean, Darwin, right? <laughs> you know, if you're going to get hurt by, you know, I mean, what are we talking here when we talk about um, uh, adversity? Because I think we, I think certain things now are cat categorized as adversarial that shouldn't be you know just people saying things i watched a nasty bald man on on twitch i listened to a nasty bald man's podcast and he said i was too sorry he told me to send him his tears <laughs> oh come on um supportive learning environments here we go safe spaces can provide um, an environment where individuals feel secure to express themselves and explore ideas without fear of attack or ridicule. This can be particularly important in educational settings, fostering learning and growth. Here is where there is a bit of grey area for me because I, tr you know, I do, in to a certain extent, believe in this. That in order to be truly creative, you have to be in an environment where you don't get ridiculed for having silly ideas. Because often quite a lot of the best ideas come from, um, uh, you know, come from the silliest. Um, let's, hang on, we're, oof, we're getting a lot of messages in the chat. I'll get to those in a second, guys. Uh, preventing harm. Not all adversities are beneficial. Some can cause significant harm and have long-term negative impacts. In such cases, avoidance is crucial for well-being. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, look, you know. I, think, I don't think the human species would have survived very long if we behaved like lemmings jumping off of cliffs just to accept adversity, right? <laughs> you know, a certain amount of avoidance was crucial for the species to um, progress. And finally, inclusivity and respect for diversity. Safe spaces can promote inclusivity and respect for diversity. They provide a platform for marginalized groups to be heard and understood, which is essential in a diverse society. Hmm. All right, there you go. Some ideas there with regards to today's unpopular opinion, which is um, exposure to identity, uh, to adversity is more important than avoidance and safe spaces. La exposición a la adversidad es más importante que la evitación y los espacios seguros. Let's take a look in the chat and see what people are saying. So you have to bear with me right now because I, I need to scroll. Oh, God. Sorry. I'm going to do it on this little laptop. Okay, let's see. Uh, the bridge says, we usually eat whole grapes. This year, I had so much free time, I actually removed the seeds from all the grapes before putting them out on the dishes. Yeah, this is, I mean, a lot of the international listeners don't understand this, um, this whole thing we're having with grapes right now. In Spanish custom, you eat a grape every time one of the bells ring at midnight. So 12, um, 12 dongs, 12 grapes. So, yeah, massive choking hazard. I wonder how many people die every year from choking on grapes. I'd like to see that statistic, Natch. Um, I would have peeled them too. Oh, don't peel grapes. Come on. Part of the fun. Um, Carmen says, exposure to adversity is what today's youngsters in the first world need urgent, urgently. I see it with my students. New mental health issues arise as they increasingly grow overprotected by their environment, parents, relatives, and friends. I'm really concerned about this so-called crystal generation. Yeah, Carmen, me too. Me too. Um, I was... I was in part raised by by boomers, by my grandparents and my mother, of course. But my grandparents, we we really took um, a lead in um, in raising me because we lived in the same house. And yeah, there was no quarter, there was no pro protection. Like you know, <laughs> no one worried if if Rob was offended. Yeah, no. If Rob was a bad boy, he got smacked, and that was it. <laughs> I mean, my grandfather would go out of his way to ridicule me. I've, I told you the story about about um, put the me as a young man chasing birds around the garden, Natch. Yeah, 
right? So for, for you listeners, my grandfather told me if you poured salt on a sparrow's tail, it couldn't fly. And I loved birds. So for like three days, I was running around the Guardian with a salt cellar trying to catch a sparrow. My grandfather peeing himself in the house, looking at me through the window. That was, you know, that, <laughs> that was how I was raised, friends. Exposure to um, adversity. Is it more important than avoidance and safe spaces? Well, we'll get to that um, important decision in a few minutes. You know how Instagram reacted. What I want to know now is how you guys in the live audience react to this. We'll find out Natch's opinion and um, we'll read some messages from Instagram in the next part of the show. Friends, so many things you could have been doing this morning, but instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me and it means the world. See you in a few minutes. Hey guys, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find VODs of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian, and you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. If you're just tuning in, we were speaking about uh, streaming platforms, the Emmys, how little TV Natch watches. <laughs> Envious, the fact that you've got a life, Natch. <laughs> I'm excited for the great... Do you know what the great pottery throwdown is, Natch? Not even, right? Nope. It's, a, it's like the... Um, I don't even know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to describe it using other TV shows that you haven't watched. What's the point? It's it's a pottery competition. That's going to be a, the highlight of my week, watching people compete in <laughs> in a pottery show. I don't even know how to make ceramics. I don't know. Um, yeah, we we spoke about some news, uh, the streaming wars. Um, yeah, and then we had to leave it at that because we were talking about Christmas. Then we moved on to today's unpopular opinion, which is. Um, exposure to adversity is more important than avoidance and safe spaces. <laughs> so I'm laughing because I couldn't make the poll work. So I had to lean into the computer to type it manually. <laughs> and everyone's saying, that was a very intense close-up, Rob. And Carmen says, unsettling. <laughs> oh, All right, whatever. Look, I don't care. I don't need to be pretty to be on the radio. Um, so the poll is live in the chat. If you want to join us here and vote yourself, you can do that on twitch.tv barra professional bohemian forward slash professional bohemian, or just go to Twitch, search for me on there, professional bohemian. There you will find me and you can vote too. Um, you have a few more minutes left to vote. I think about two and a half minutes. Um, let's read some messages I got on Instagram with regards to this unpopular opinion that safe spaces are not as important as facing adversity head on. La exposición a la adversidad es más importante que la evitación y los espacios seguros. I feel like my pronunciation has suffered. You can be honest, Natch. Has my pronunciation suffered? No, not too much. I don't think so. All I hear there is no. You've always sounded like a giri. <laughs> Fine. All right. Um, all right, let's um, read some messages I got on Instagram with regards to this. Lena says, I get the value of facing challenges, but we can't downplay safe spaces. They're crucial for those healing from trauma. Yeah, all right, Lena, but healing from trauma, uh, you know, define that. You know, is healing from trauma, someone said a bad word. <laughs> someone mistook your pronouns. Is that is that trauma? You know, or is trauma, you know, something serious, like, you know, uh, an assault, an actual assault, not a verbal one. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, they are important, I guess, for certain situations. But do we kind of, are, are we too sensitive? Have we become, become too sensitive? Uh, Raj is back. How are you doing, Raj? He says, adversity, hands down, that's how you build resilience. Um, safe spaces are fine, but they shouldn't shield people from every hardship. 
Real growth comes from facing and overcoming challenges. Yeah, I uh, I agree with that. I agree with that. We're, I think we're too sheltered. I think we're too sheltered. I, I, how do you feel about this, Natch? Yes, a little bit. Uh, everything, well, we, we offend for everything. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> do you, who do you think is at fault here? Do you think it's our parents? Do you think it's Generation X as parents? No, I don't think so. It's every generation, I think. Uh, we, as for in our 40s, we, we get more offended than we, we used to do. I don't. I don't <laughs> care. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, not everybody, but... Everyone needs to take a, a big, a large spoonful of I don't care every morning. <laughs> because people care too much about everything nowadays. Everything is a battle to be fought. No, you offended me with your nasty words. No, you need to go to a safe space. <laughs> I mean, come on. Is this? For, I mean, are we for real here? I bl- I honestly do blame um, blame my generation as parents. I think we coddled, we 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 protected, and we were too nervous with, with our children. Are you, do you are you overprotective with um, with mini natches? Mm, I try not to, but I'm sure I I am a little bit. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's hard, isn't it? What do you do? There's only so many times you can encourage them to cross the road. <laughs> or you can, I mean, how, how do you not? I mean, I remember as a child being outside 24 hours a day. And then this constant news cycle, you know, we could blame, blame the media maybe. You know, this constant news cycle, um, the 24-hour news stations, local news telling you that outside you're just going to get stung by a killer bee with coronavirus and explode. <laughs> right? No, no. I don't want my kids going out there. I don't want my kids going out there. They're just going to be attacked by an AI robot. Come on. You know, it's easy to see why parents became overprotected because, you know, the media would have us believe that the world is a very, very dangerous place. I mean, before I went to Bradford, I told you, right, it was, um, <laughs> we read a news story where it's the number one most dangerous place, in a dangerous city in Europe. Dude, it was beautiful. I <laughs> it was a I had a beautiful time. I went out oh by the way, Natch, I saw Claire and Omar, mutual friends of ours. Uh went for a delicious curry. We were out there in the city a few times, never felt in danger or like I was gonna be attacked. I mean we need to take things with a bit of a pinch of salt. The world is not as I mean, okay, this is a hard thing to say, right? Given that there are so many wars happening right now. But at least in I, nine times out of ten, in most cases, your neighborhood is not as dangerous as, you know, as the media wants you to believe. Keep you scared. Keep you consuming. Keep you at home watching Netflix. Yes, I get it. That's how I spend most of my time. Don't judge me. You know, the, you know, the world is a lot more of a friendlier, interesting place than, um, than the media would, um, would have us believe, I think. Anyway, I got more messages from Instagram. Emily says, this isn't black and white. Yes, adversity can foster growth, but without adequate support, it can be damaging. I mean, look, adversity, overcoming adversity, for me, it depends how you want to categorize adversity, but overcoming adversity is, is a tool for growth, right? If all we're doing is giving away participation trophies, we get a very, very um, shallow view of what the world is like. I mean, okay, we can encourage people to be nicer and to be, you know, to shelter us with cotton wool. But nature itself will not do that. A hurricane is not going to not blow your house down because you're going to be offended. <laughs> you know? No earthquake is going to avoid a city because people there are just nicer than everyone else. You know, the world and nature is chaos. You know, embrace it. Embrace adversity. I don't know, man. And finally, Derek, exposure to risk and tough situations is key to finding out who you really are. Um, They're what make the adventure worth it, says Derek. The adventure of life, I believe he's saying there. Um, Let's see, in the chat here, the bridge says... Just as well, um, just as well, the sights are only one way, Rob. I'm usually watching from bed. <laughs> okay, thanks. 
Um, coddled or mollycoddled? Um, you can say coddled or mollycoddled. A vocabulary question, match. Doing some teaching now. So mollycoddled is protegido, right? How would you say that in, in Spanish? To be mollycoddled is when a parent um, over, is overprotective. How would you say that in, um, in Spanish? Prote protector. Protector. Muy protector. Yeah. Um, keep keep you in... Okay. <laughs> Carmen says, tornadoes should ask first. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> says Carmen. Yeah, got your safe spaces in the cellar so you don't end up in Oz. Deep cut. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, I feel like... Um, yeah, we should wrap this unpopular opinion up. Um, first of all, I'll do that by um, letting you know the results of the poll. How do you think our, our live audience reacted, Natch? Exposure to ad adversity is more important than safe spaces. How do you think they voted? I think they voted true. They did. They did. A hundred percent true. <laughs> Just realizing now that I didn't leave time for the drum roll. My bad. <laughs> Sobre protector says um, uh, Vero. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah. So how do we leave? How do we leave this off? How do we? Um, those are the best face cams, said the bridge. Uh, says uh, Min. I don't know. There's independent chats going on in the chat. All right, here we go. So um, let's wrap this up. Yeah, I do honestly believe at my very core that, you know, we we shouldn't be so protective. I think we fight against our better instincts, right? I mean, every parent wants to protect their child. But does that lead to children who are just um, overprotected? Are we ourselves overprotected? You know? Does, um, does the media help? It's a complex issue, right? Because... Obviously, a, avoiding confrontation, avoiding certain uh, pernicious, dangerous situations, adversity, for the want of a better word, is in our best interest, right? Again, we are not lemmings lining up to jump off of a cliff. We need to protect ourselves physically, mentally. It's within our best interests. But do we, have we taken that to some kind of an extreme in the modern day? I think maybe we have. I think maybe we have. But hey, guys, that's just my opinion. Um, uh, and as Grandpa Bo used to say, opinions, they're like buttholes. Everyone has one, and they all stink, including mine. Let's move on to today's 100 Humans. All right, my friends. It was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys and on that walk i encountered 100 humans and i asked them all a question today's question is name something people are overly sensitive about um algo sobre lo que la gente es demasiado demasiado sensible something people are overly sensitive about i asked them that question they gave me their answer i am in possession of the top seven answers right now your job in the chat is to identify those top seven answers all right um all right let's see as always as customary on the show we go to the natch for the first um for the first answer what do you think what's something that people are overly sensitive about uh politics politics i did ask this on um, on instagram and boy, did I get a lot of answers today. Who agreed with you? Ravdos agreed with you. Um, and James DeWitt agreed with you. Is politics there? Something people are overly sensitive about. Yes, it is, Natch. Well done. Well done. And my friend, the Oracle, with 50 of 100 humans, it's the number one answer. How does he do it? We don't know. We don't know, guys. Then the way the Natch works, you know, it's like it's like trying to predict the weather. <laughs> All right. Um, Min here says, I don't know I, if we I don't know if we have. It might just be completely different kind of adversities today. Yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Different kinds of adversities. I've, but I, OK, is the world as the fact that we've we've eliminated so much adversity in society 
made us lower the bar on what we consider adversarial. Hmm. It's an interesting topic for debate. Uh, The Bridge. Rob, if you don't know what we are on about, just visualize yourself lying in bed with your good self. Just with your good self hovering above. That even even makes me worried, Bridge. Uh, Vero says the environment. The environment. Something that people are overly sensitive about. The environment. Is the environment there? No, it's not. Good answer, though. By the way, I should thank all the people who who replied on Instagram. We have Eric, Materia Oscura, Pedro from Instagram, Coco Lavanda, uh, James DeWitt, uh, Crystal Silmi, uh, Emily, um, Izzy, Pilar, that's all folks, Ravdos, Elthera Hero, Nessa Fanessa, Fabian, and Vero. My God, a lot of people. You guys rock. I think my favorite my favorite one was oh wait I can't read it obviously but Ravdos gave a good one he says stalking rob people are oversensitive about stalking me apparently all right um the environment uh, okay min says sex and sexuality sex and sexuality people are overly sensitive about sex and sexuality is it there no, it's not. Although I would agree with Min on this one. People do seem to be overly sensitive about that. You know? Have you have you ever have you ever been asked if you're gay, Natch? Uh yes I have. Does it bother you at all? Not not no. in the slightest, man. No. I mean I suppose that's not, you know, gender. No one's gonna ever mistake me for a woman, sadly. <laughs> But, I mean, my sexuality doesn't bother me in the slightest if someone thinks I'm gay. I'm like, all right. No, I'm not. But if you want to buy me a drink, go ahead. <laughs> eh, I don't know. People are overly sensitive. It's not there, man. Sorry, my dude. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Um, I've got some more. Let's turn our attention to Instagram a second. Technology, says Eric. Technology. People overly sensitive about technology. Eric, it's not there. Materia Oscura says um, dark humor or black humor. Hmm. Overly sensitive about humor? Not there. Sorry. Pedro from Instagram and someone else. Fabian says ego. They're overly sensitive about their ego. I see what you're saying, but guys, no, it's not there. Neither is feminism, Coco, Zionism, geez Louise. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, neither of those are there. Sorry. Emily in the chat. Uh, oh, sorry, in the um, in on the Instagram uh, comments did say one thing though. She says, "Clear skin, clear skin." Hmm. Clear skin, okay. Clear skin. I'm going to take that to mean appearance. People are overly sensitive about their appearance. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. Well done, Emily. Yeah, um, appearance is their seventh most popular answer. Uh, Ravdos says their age. Their age. He actually says age, politics, um, sexuality, their looks, appearance. Okay, you got that one. And stalking Rob. <laughs> so their age. Is age there? Yes, it is. Well done. Sixth most popular answer with, again, five of 100 humans saying age. Okay, that's three down. Three down. Four to go. Cruelty to animals, says Cameron. People overly sensitive about that? Hmm. I don't think people can be sensitive enough about that. Would you agree, Natch? Yeah. Although you don't have a pet. You never wanted one. Why is why is that, Natch? You never thought, oh, I'm going to get a doggy. I don't no. know. I think it's, a, it's another I think thing. I, You've I, got I've, I've been brought in a, in a family that didn't have any. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I get it, man. They're, and they're messy. And they're messy. But you know, it's, it's loads of benefits about having a pet. 
you can you have someone to blame your farts on when you have company. That's a big one. Someone to blame the disgusting state of your house. Oh, sorry, it's the dog, man. Yeah, he doesn't wash his own dishes. I don't know. <laughs> um, cruelty to animals, is it there? No, it's not. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you some clues. I'm going to give you some clues. All right. Um, this one, the, the fifth most popular answer. We have all gained this over the Christmas period, Natch. Something people are overly too sensitive about. They're too sensitive about it. People have gained this over Christmas. What is it, Natch? Wait. It's wait. Well done. Um, Min in the chat um, said salary. Ravdos and a few other people on in, on Instagram also said money. Is money there? Yes, it is. Well done. Well done. Um, the bridge and Vero also said weight. I'm not sensitive about my weight. I don't care. I'm starting to look like my uncles, I realized. My uncle, the Grams family men have a particular look, Natch. Um, I would categorize it as grumpy Buddha. <laughs> we start, I, I'm starting to look like a grumpy Buddha. Yeah. Um, all right. Two more to go. The second most popular is what some people engage in on a Sunday morning. Hmm. Overly sensitive about this. There are several major ones in the world. People are overly sensitive about it. We've just we've just um, we've just passed a period that some would consider linked to this. Do you know what it is, Natch? Religion. It is religion. Well done. Overly sensitive about it. People are overly sensitive about whose made-up God is the best. <laughs> um, religion is there. 20 of 100 humans said religion. Um, Carmen said religion as well in the chat, as did the bridge. Well, she said R-E. So, I, am, I imagine. Finally... Final one. Overly sensitive about this. Oof. Uh, it's a difficult one. This is a difficult one because people are often prejudiced based on this. Some idiot people. Mm. God, how else can I give a clue for this? Caucasian. Black. Asian. How? What are these categories? What would you say, Natch? Uh... I don't know how to say that. Uh, raza or the raza. Race. Race. Well done. Bridge also said race. Guys, there's today's 100 humans. Name something people are overly sensitive about. In position number seven. We had appearance. Five of 100 humans said that one. In position number six. We had age. People are overly sensitive about their age. In position number we had weight, peso. In position number four, we had money. People overly sensitive about money. I don't get. I, I don't get why people would be sensitive about money. Am I missing the point of something? Dinero? I don't know. In position number three, well done, Natch, Ratha, race. Uh, seven of a hundred humans said that one. In position number two, religion, religion. Uh, Twenty of a hundred humans, and finally in position number. We had politics. Well done, guys. Well done. How are you doing, Conman? Welcome, welcome. Joining us from South Africa. All right. Um, okay, let's get into today's Complete the News. Complete the News. Okay, friends, this is Complete the News. I'm going to give you a real news headline but I'm going to leave out some important information. Your job in the chat is to identify the missing information using the three options I give you. So here we go. This one, um, this piece of news coming from the Houston Chronicle. Okay, here we go. Feral and aggressive blank. Oh, sorry. That's, sh shut up, Google. <laughs> Feral and aggressive blank are wreaking havoc on this Houston neighborhood. 
Um, ferales agresivos blanc están causando estragos en este vecindario de Houston, dicen los residentes. Ooh. But what is it? Is it A, peacocks, pavos reales? Is it B, hamsters? How do you say hamster? Is it just hamster? Yeah. And Or is it C, those dirty, woke liberals? <laughs> or is it liberals, liberales? What do you think? A, B, or C? I am liberal leaning, so I can say these things. If you say it, you're attacking me. Per you're attacking me. I need a safe split space. <laughs> All right. Feral, aggressive, blank are wreaking havoc on this Houston neighborhood. Is it A, peacocks, B, hamsters, or C, liberals? A, B, or C? All right. What do you think it is, Natch? A. You think peacocks? More than hamsters? More than the aggressive hamsters? Or those filthy, woke liberals? <laughs> okay, let's have a look at the chat. Um, C, B... Ooh, wow, it's... Uh, oh, no, C is in the lead. Liberals. It's Houston, after all. Texas. Hmm. Li the chat says liberals. Um, and the Natch says peacocks. Let's see who wins. Okay, feral and aggressive... The answer was A, Peacocks. Well done to Carmen, who said A, Peacocks. Well done. <laughs> Min says hamsters will rule the planet. Yeah, maybe one day. Well done to you, Natch. Yes, residents of a neighborhood in the memorial area are facing challenges due to a growing number of feral peacocks. All right, guys. That was the first um, uh, Provo show of the new year thank you for being here thank you for listening i'll be back tomorrow with more fun and madness guys a lot of things you could have been doing this morning an infinite number of things but instead of doing those things you took the time to spend some time with me in the natch and it means the absolute world i will see you next time mm -hmm.